Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social and economic renewal in our immediate communities and as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. Yeah, and teens, teens, there's teens garage. Yes. Amen. And now without any further adjustments, please put your hands together for our facilitator for the word mosaic. Thank you, Kamara. Good morning. Good morning. Come on, worship us people. What's going on? Upper room. Welcome to the upper room. Like Kamara put it quite aptly, this is the upper room and uh, we are glad to be here. Amen. Uh, some of you don't know that you are experiencing the miracle. You are part of a miracle. Amen. Uh, this, so what's going on is that we are here, we have this space, we can walk in and out. There was a time when that wasn't possible, right? There was a time when we needed to pay 30000 every Sunday to use space, a veranda. 30000 Yeah. The Bible says the church started in Solomon's porch in the book of Acts. We too started on a porch of a restaurant. And now here we are believing God for great things. Amen. And the fact that we are squeezed up here for a few weeks, and by the time this is over, we are going to have so much space. I hope you're inviting your neighbors already for January going forward, because we are going to have space that can sit 2,500 people. Amen. Only God can do certain things. Amen. So as I was driving here this morning, I, I actually got a word <laughs> for many of you. When you see things happening for a thing you're a part of, because worship harvest is you, right? Worship harvest is not a building. Worship harvest is not an organization. It is you, the people of God. Amen? So when you see it happening for all of us corporately, you could as well start believing that the same God who's doing the same things for all of us is doing the same thing for you individually if you believe it. I had one amen from this side. I will go with that. Do you get what I'm saying? So don't wait for another season of, you know, breaking out into the kind of thing that God wants to do in your life. If God is taking us from this small space to that large space, he also wants to take you and your business and your influence and your whatever it is you're part of from that small space to that large space. Amen. Awesome. Our missional community leaders, are you here? Yay. MC leaders, we have a very, very very special time planned for you next Sunday evening with Claude and Kelly Nikondeha. They are going to be in town. They will be here to teach at Harvest Institute. Then Claude will speak at the business garage and then we'll have coffee for those who will sign up with Claude after the business garage. That's for business garage people. And then we will have a, an evening meeting here just talking about frontiers. I'm sure you've suffered with frontiers, MC leaders. These are the frontier generals. They just transform nations. So come and learn how to go from transforming a small village to transforming a nation. Amen? Awesome. 
is Dennis Amoko here this morning. He's a man called, he's back at the, please come in front, if you may. Yes, Dennis is one of our elders. Uh, I think Alan is somewhere in the picture, but we'll, yeah. So Dennis, uh, Byron is not here. Byron, wherever you are, uh, we are missing you. Uh, so Dennis and Byron and a few other people, including Evelyn, Evelyn, they've been working around the clock to make this space look like it does right now. Yeah. Come on, let's appreciate. Yeah, yes, come on. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Dennis. Doesn't this feel just right? Yeah, I mean, by Tuesday, this was still a proper construction site. It didn't look anything like this, but they've worked around the clock turn town, so we appreciate that. We are starting a new series this morning, and uh, I wasn't given a clicker, so I think someone is going to click for me or something like that. And we are talking about unlocking heaven. Woo-hoo! Most blessed, as the clicker comes, most glorious, the ancient of days, almighty, victorious, thy great name we praise, immortal. Invisible God, only wise, in light, in accessible, from our eyes, most blessed, most glorious. Most blessed, everyone. Most blessed. Most blessed. Most glorious. Vision of day. Almighty. Victorious. Thy great name we praise. Amen. Don't you miss some of those songs full of meaning. Now, the reason we are singing this is not so that we feel the good old days. But there is someone here who needs to know that God is mighty. God is bigger than your problem. God is bigger than that thing you came in with this morning. And it doesn't need a lot of time. In fact, don't wait for the end of the service when they call people to pray for them. It can happen right now. Some friends came last Sunday. They were here to deliver some gift to us from another church. And this guy, he wasn't well. He wasn't feeling well. He had gone to the gym and then he had sort of ruined his rib cage. And so he was in excruciating pain. And as we worshipped, and when the moment we started praying together, and we declared that worship harvest is a sickness-free, disease-free zone, instantly, instantly 
he was made well. All pain left. Amen. Only God can do that. Someone else had a knee problem. They came for PPN. Again, we say worshiper versus a disease-free zone. I read this person's... By the way, if you are not on the Facebook worshiper versus praise and testimonies group, I don't know what you want in life. Just go there and you see the kind of things that God is doing. So this guy, he even had to do frog jumps to make sure that really the knee was healed and there was no pain. Amen. Now that's just a glimpse of what God is about to do. I believe that we are going to worship here in this place and people driving on the northern bypass will get healed. I believe that we are going to worship here and people driving from Naria to Chaliwajala without even desiring will get healed. Because God is more than able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or imagine. So I don't know what you consider your crisis or challenge, but you've come to a place where we believe in a big, powerful, mighty, insubocable God. Amen. So are you ready to sing it one more time with your heart? <laughs> Notice I've taken half of my sermon time just to, to do this because I can preach until tomorrow and your life will not be changed. But one moment with God can change your life forever. Amen. Uh, I already have a friend here, Amon. He sent me a note saying, I want to give my life to Christ before we started the sermon. So you, some of you will be joining Amon at the end of the service to say, this is the day. Amen. John, do you have the lyrics? I can see I put up something. Most blessed, everyone. Most glorious, the ascent of days. Almighty, victorious, thy great name. Unlocking heaven. It's a very simple concept that we are looking at. I'm going to break it down for you. Uh, and uh, the thing is this. We read the Bible. We read the book of Acts. We read the Gospels. We see Jesus. We see all these things that in the mind of God are very obvious, simple things. And we often are asking ourselves, why aren't I experiencing that? And so that's the simple concept that I want us to understand this morning. And I'm praying God to give me wisdom to figure out how to do it quickly so that we understand it. So here are three things that you need to just just understand these three things. They are simple, they are straightforward, okay? Now, this is in line with what we're talking about. Let's start with the first concept. The first idea is that in order for you to unlock heaven, you have to understand that everything you need has already been provided. How much? Everything. That's the first truth. So most people don't unlock heaven because they still think heaven is still in heaven. They think their healing is still with Jesus in heaven. They think their finances are with Jesus in heaven. They think that the peace for their marriage is still in heaven. It's in you. Come on. Are there people here who are still alive and active? It is on the inside of you. It's in your spirit. So that's the first thing you must understand. Everything, excluding Nothing. Everything has already been provided. Two, this everything that has been provided in order for you to know what it is, 
it's in the word of God. So if you want to know what has been provided, check out the word of God. And three, the three main faith keys. Not all the faith keys, but from reading the word of God and my own personal experience, the three main faith keys that help us unlock or release this thing that has been given to us are prayer, fasting, and giving. Okay, that's the practical end of it. Now, if you start with prayer and fasting and giving, when you don't know that you already have it, you might be wasting a bit of time. When you don't know what's in the word of God, that's a bit like irrigating a garden where you've not planted seeds. Because the Bible says the, the word of God is, the seed is the word of God, Mark 4.14. The seed is the word of God. So don't go praying if you've not planted anything there. Because you're watering a garden without seeds. Don't go fasting if you've not planted anything there. Don't even do it if you don't believe that God has already given it to you. Because some people pray thinking that the purpose of prayer is to God get God to give you things. Wrong! Some people fast thinking the purpose of fasting is to get God to give you things. Wrong! Some people give thinking the purpose of giving is to God get to give you things. Wrong! Why? God has already given you everything. What does he say in Ephesians 1, 1, 3 together? Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, I don't hear you, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. And he says, he who did not spare his only son but gave him up for all of us, how shall he not together with him freely give us all things? First, Second Peter 1, 3 to 4. As his divine power has given out has given has given what's the tense past participle has given unto us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue by which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises that through these you may be partakers of the divine nature having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust are you with me Everything that heaven has to give is already deposited in your spirit. Everything that heaven has to give is already deposited in your spirit. How do you know what's there? You check the word of God. You check the word of God. I'm going to get back to that point and stress it a little bit more, but let, let's check James 1, 23, 24. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, are you, are you with me? Together, he is like a man observe, observing his natural face in the mirror. For he observes himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. In other words, in the physical, how do you tell what you look like? You don't guess. You don't go like, I think my hair is brown. Maybe my nose. No, 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 no. You just look in a natural mirror. And whatever I chose you, you'd better believe it. That's it. And it's awesome. Amen. Likewise, in the spiritual, how do you tell what's in your spirit? Okay. How do you tell what you look like physically? You look in a mirror, right? How do you tell what's in your soul? How do you tell what's in, in your emotions, in your thoughts? You just feel it. No, in your soul, you just feel it, right? You can feel sad. You can feel glad. You can feel mad. You just feel it because you have access to your soul. You have access to your soul. You have access to your body. If you just do that, you'll know that that's your body that you're hitting right there. You have access to your body. You can see, you can hear, you can touch, you can taste, you can feel the feeling of touch. You have access to your body, you have access to your soul. How about your spirit? The word of God. You don't have a natural access to your spirit because your spirit is sealed by the Holy Spirit. Ephesians chapter 1. 
because every good thing heaven delivered is in your spirit. So they cannot let you access it because you might do to it just what you've done to your emotions and your soul, which is not good. So you don't feel the spirit. You can't feel the spirit. You can't say, I feel the spirit in this place. You can't feel the spirit in this place. I can guarantee you that. You don't feel the spirit. You have no way to know what's in your spirit except by the word of God. Are, are, you, are you tracking? I'm a quick preacher this morning. We don't have much time. So you need to be fully awake since we are in the upper room. But we all with unveiled face beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord. How do we do that? We look in the word and we see the glory of the Lord and we know that we are one spirit with him. <laughs> but he is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. Are you with me? In your spirit, you are exactly like Jesus. You are identical twins with Jesus in your spirit. <laughs> are there people here? Man, you don't know what you're packing. That's why you go around crying, feeling sad for yourself, and trying to throw pity party, telling me what's going on. You don't know what you're packing on the inside. You don't know what you're packing in your spirit when you go around behaving like a human being. You don't know what you're packing in your spirit. That's why you go out around behaving like a human being. In your spirit, you are identical twins with Jesus. That's why it says in Christ Jesus, there is neither Jew nor Greek, neither male nor female, neither slave nor free. So, sister, don't ask me, how can I be an identical twin with Jesus when he's a guy and I'm a babe? No, come on. In your spirit, you're not a babe. There are no male spirits and female spirits. That's why there is no marriage in heaven. In other words, enjoy your spouse here. Now, there is no extension. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh God, I don't know. I'm more preaching better than you're listening. Love has been perfected among us in this that we may have boldness in the day of judgment because as he is, so are we in this world. So, so some of you are still trying to connect. What is this thing of my spirit, the word of God, Bichi? I'm Chija. Gamba Chija. Tell your neighbor Chija. So, we have first of all asserted that your spirit is exactly like the environment of heaven. Okay? Now, let me give you something to demonstrate that because some of you are still struggling with that a little bit. Do you have a device? also known as a phone. Do you have the Facebook app installed? Don't use it now, I'm preaching. What happens when you want to access Facebook? Do you travel to California where Facebook is headquartered to access Facebook? What do you do to access Facebook? You just click the app and you're right there in your Facebook, whatever. You are literally in Facebook on your device. Are you with me? Because your device has an operating system and that operating system has allowed you to download those apps and those apps give you access to the internet. So you don't have to travel to Facebook headquarters to, to change your profile picture or to update your status. You do it right where you are. Are you following? Likewise, you have a device called a body. Hmm? You have a device called a body and there is an operating system called a soul and you have access your spirit has access to heaven. And just like you don't need to go to Facebook headquarters 
to change your profile status. You don't need to go to heaven. That's why he says he has made us sit together with him in the heavenly places in Christ while we are in Nalia. That's the same way you can access Facebook right now, Google right now. While you're thousands of miles away from Google headquarters, you don't have to travel to Google headquarters to use Google. You don't have to go to heaven to use heaven. Oh, come on. Have you understood that truth? You have access right now. Everything that heaven has to give is on the inside of you. Everything that Facebook has to give you is already accessible through your device. Okay? And then I'm saying your spirit is identical to Christ like you have already seen right here. Now you are, the connection you have to make is then how is the word of God the same as my spirit? That's and, and Christ. That's what we've been showing you. If you look in the natural mirror, you look at your body. If you go away and you contest what you saw in the mirror, it's not very clever. You may think you're being clever, but it's not. Like, no, 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 no. Those are not my ears. No. What the mirror shows you is not contestable. Are you with me? Likewise, to know what's in your spirit, what the word of God shows you, what the Bible shows you is not contestable. Is it, is it clever for you to, say, to follow your feelings instead of the mirror and say, no, 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 the mirror shows that I have black eyelashes, but right now I feel like they are blonde eyelashes. <laughs> is that a smart move? Likewise, you can't follow your feelings based con- pertaining to what's in your spirit. You only check the word. And when it says that you are the righteousness of God, you are the righteousness of God. When it says by his stripes you were healed, by his stripes you were healed, you don't consult your feelings. When it says you're wonderfully, beautifully and wonderfully made, that's it. You don't consult your feelings. When it says... Oh my goodness. He became poor that we through his poverty might be made rich. That's it. You don't consult your feelings or your wallet to, identify, to, 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 to understand whether you're rich or poor. Okay. What's going on? Are we still here? I feel like some people left for it. No, people are here. Angels are here. Dev- Satan has gone. Huh? Lucifer has left the group. <laughs> Come on. Once we start bringing the word of God, the devil has to go. I don't know in what format he wants to manifest, but he has to go. Jesus says, it is the spirit who gives life. The words I speak to you, the words I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. The words of God are spirit. They are not just English. That's why you can read that Bible in English for so many days. Then one day you see a certain verse in the spirit, not in English. And your life, you just, it's like, it's like you always walk in this compound and then one day there's a hole that wasn't revealed to you. You just fall in. And you get stuck there for several months. Can I tell you, you can understand by revelation one verse and it can take you for two years. One. That, that has happened to me. One. One verse. And all reading, all Genesis, Revelation, every, every year, whatever, can compare. In English, nothing. Nothing. One verse seen through the way Jesus sees it. Seen through the eyes, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, being open, that you may know. 
One verse you or you and your friends no longer click you. We don't know what happened to this guy. You 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 were doing your morning devotion and then the Holy Spirit opened your eyes and you saw and it can't and you don't recover. You just fail to recover. One I'm telling you, I'm telling you, you can fail to recover. The words I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. I wish I had more time. It says in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God the word of God Christ is the manifestation the incarnation the visible explanation of the word of God okay now some of you are about to get this so when we say that your spirit is identical to Christ it also means that your spirit is identical to the word of God Am I making sense? Your spirit is identical to the word of God. Now, in the coming three weeks, I'm going to be showing you how to manifest, how to mine. Eh? Let's use the word mining. How to mine what's in your spirit and start moving it into the physical realm. This clicker works in the name of This clicker works, right? So I've already given you all that. So first, you have to understand the resources at your disposal that you're going to mine. How do you know that? It's what's in the word. You, you, you. <laughs> watch. This is how this is how Christianity works. This is how Christianity works. Okay. You first find your the the, the word is chest. The old-fashioned word is chest. When I say chest, does that make sense? Uh, without referring to your physical chest, like a gu, a gu box, eh? a gu, a gu thing, eh? where where all your stuff is in there, and then you start unlocking that thing and getting stuff out. That's how it works. Now, the stuff in your chest, how do you know what? So you're going to find this big chest written on the, uh, uh, Ariho Kamara from heaven. Now, what's in that chest is what's in your spirit. That, that's what's in your spirit. But then there's uh, 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 like, uh, like when they send you a package and they write on the top what is contained in the box. So then it has all the things which are inside there. And that's the Bible. Hmm? It just shows you all the billions of dollars, all the health, all, all the miracles, all, all the power. All, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and then you start unlocking. Yeah? You start unlocking through prayer, fasting, and giving. I'm going to demonstrate something real quick. I need three people. Three quick people. Like three quick people. Three quick people. Four, actually. Give me four. Give me four. Give me four. Give me four. Awesome. Stay right here. Come this side. Simon, come this side. So, so according to the word of God, in First Thessalonians 5.23, you are spirit, soul, and body. You understand that? I talked about this a bit last week. So, I'm going to be expounding on it. So, you are spirit. You are a spirit. You possess a soul. You live in a body. But your life doesn't end here. You also have sweaters, you have shoes, you have other things that pertain to your life. You, you have relationships. Oh, oh. So, uh, are, are you with me? So, in other words, you are spirit, soul, body, and others. We're out of time, but I was going to analyze some revelation here. Maybe let me go ahead. When they say that that's a big man, what do they mean? Where is the bigness? Is it here? No, guys, get, get real. When they say the big man is coming, what do they mean? This is what they mean. Look, you can be as tall as Noah. Now, Noah is a big man. 
Noah is a big man all across. But let's say you, you, you can be as tall as Noah, but if you are not as rich as Noah, you are not a big man. You understand? So in church, sometimes we ignore this part here. And this is super critical. Rachel is having so much fun. <laughs> you identify with the revelation, eh? <laughs> This is critical. The others. What makes you big? Look, what makes you a big person is when your name goes before you. So that by the time you reach a place, you reached before you reached. You don't need to first show up physically before you arrive in a place. You get what I'm saying? And in worship service, we are trying to raise big people. That's why we teach about finances and other such things. Okay, stick with me through November. Bring your enemies, your frenemies, your in-laws, your outlaws, and let's get through this. So your spirit, soul, body, and others. Now we have read we have already established that all of heaven is delivered in your spirit. Your spirit, oh my gosh. I don't know how to go about it. Heaven is in your spirit. You stop those lousy prayers. Lord, come what where? Can I tell you something? I had the man of God preach last week and it just completely messed me up. Other people in other locations, they are not getting this, except those online. But this, you, you guys, you're special. So consider yourself to be blessed. I'm, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. In the new covenant, in the new covenant, those of us who are saved and are in Christ, there are no promises. There are no promises. You don't need to claim any promises in the new covenant. Do you know why there are no promises in the new covenant? Why should I pro If I give it to you, I don't need to promise anything. There are no... That's why Pastor Noel Manufoy was here from Nigeria. He said, we do not pray to receive. We pray to release. Why? There are no promises. Lord, we claim your promises like you promised zero. Forget it. You already have everything. Eh? I can't give you one million shillings. And then you start saying, I've promised you one million shillings. Ntimoza huh? promised me one million. Eh? Did he give it to you? Yes, he gave it to me. But he's, it's a promise. That's here in your spirit. This book of the Lord shall not depart from you mouth but you shall meditate in it day and night that you may be careful to observe or to do all that is written in it for then you who you who point at yourself who me you will make your way prosperous who makes your way prosperous you say not God I some of you are freaking out just saying that it's the scriptures it's no longer God it's no longer up to God you will make your way prosperous and you will have good success. You would assume that all success is good, but God says I'll make it better. You will not only be successful, but you will be successful in a good way. How? By just meditating on here, on your word of, on the word of God, which is your spirit. My God, my God, blessed, be the, blessed, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of, of the scornful. For those who haven't memorized the scripture, we can continue now. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. He shall be like 
a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in, in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither. And whatever he does, for that man, it doesn't matter whether it is the 28th, whether it is the 2nd of the month, whether it is the 15th, whether it is the 20th of the month, his leaf shall not wither. He always has an abundant supply of resources enough to sustain the neighborhood. My God. Woo! How God anointed Moses Mkisav Chitukutwe. Lama Brokosi Kate Mende. Sipra Kate Rekosi Diria Kora Kasentere Mamama. Sekrobo Hosikata. So you understand your resources. And then you start mining. And the point is to understand what faith key is most effective for mining what. But you, when you pray, when you pray, the what? When. When, not if. But you, when you pray, go into your room and when you have shut your door, pray to your father who is in the secret place and your father who sees in secret will reward you openly. That's faith key one. Do you know what it's for? Soul. Soul prosperity. The purpose of prayer is soul prosperity. Prayer will never get you anything. That's why you've been praying for these 48 years and you still haven't got any answers. Why? Because prayer is not designed to get you answers. Prayer is designed to move you into understanding what you have here. And then you start mining it out. You start manifesting it. We pray to release, not to receive. Why? There are no promises. We already have everything. God owes me nothing. I owe him everything because he gave me everything. And then he asks me to give him everything. And between him and me, I know who wasn't given everything. I don't know about you. That's why some of you need to give your life to Jesus today. Don't go down those steps without doing that. That's very unwise. Very unwise to live without Christ. Prayer. Uh, 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 but when you fast. So next Sunday we'll look at the prayer part. So don't panic. Don't say, where are the details? Prove. Next Sunday. Hmm? Be anxious for nothing. That's in your soul. But in everything. By prayer. And supplication with thanksgiving. Let your request be made known to God. And then what will God do? Does it say, and he will answer your prayer? And the peace of God that surpasses understanding shall guard your heart and mind, your soul, your soul, shall guard your soul. In Christ Jesus, prayer moves you into understanding who you are. The purpose of prayer is identity. Because the world is corrupting you constantly from your true identity as a son and daughter of God. And you have embraced all these pseudo-identities. So prayer gets, helps you get rid of that. Fasting. Uh, when you fast, when? When, not if. Give me the clicker, give me the clicker. When you fast, anoint your head and wash your face. In others, don't look like you're fasting. So that you do not appear to men to be fasting, but your father who is in the secret place. And your father who sees in the secret will reward you openly. I believe that fasting is the greatest release mechanism of, what, of the health in your spirit into your body. Isaiah writes and says is this not the first I've chosen? And then says, and then your health shall spring forth speedily. Have you ever seen health outrunning sickness like a problem? That's when you're fasting the way God recommends fasting. And then when you give and when you do a charitable deed don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. That you, in other words, don't invite the cameras and the press because you're giving 120,000 shillings to your friend and make a dummy check that costs 400,000. Okay. And your father who sees in secret reward you openly. Giving, living charitably, living generously is what releases, is the faith release mechanism for the rest. The Bible says, uh, 
if you want to connect with important people who are going to lead you to your destiny, you must give gifts. A man's gift will make room for him and bring him before important people, kings. The Bible says that uh, everyone is a friend to a person who gives gifts. Everyone. Everyone. So when your friendships are suffering, what do you do? You start giving gifts and everyone will become your friend. You've tried to make that appointment with that person who you think is going to be a breakthrough person in your life. Quit making the appointment. Start sending gifts and you will be invited instead of making an appointment. Because when you make an appointment, there's a limitation of how much time you're going to spend. The person is already like weary just as you walk through the office door. They are wondering, what do they want? When you send gifts and you are invited, the person is the person now, it's now not they are watching to see what is it you want, whatever. Now, now they are anticipating you and your arrival. Spirit, word, soul, prayer, body, fasting, others, giving. You may have your seats. Let's just bow our heads and pray right now. Just start thinking about what God, God is saying to you from this message. Most blessed, most holy, the ancient of day, my victorious, thy great name we thy great name we pray. I'm first of all going to invite uh, those who want to give your lives to Christ today, just get up and come here to the front. Let's celebrate with you this great milestone. This is my friend Amon. Just stand here. Just stand here facing this side. Face, face this side. Look, look this side. Look, yeah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Anyone else? If you want to give your life to Christ today, just come, get up and come. This is a special moment. This is a special day. God has granted us the opportunity to meet up here in this space. And this is your day for great and mighty miracles, for the things only God can do. So let's do that right now. Let's do that right now. If you want to give your life to Christ today, this is your invitation. This is your invitation. Everyone else is praying. I don't want anyone looking around. You didn't come to look around. We came to pray. Check you. Check. In case you feel, uh, you know, nervy about it, just tell your neighbor to come with you. Tell them, I want to go up there. Go with me. Jesus said that, uh, I know sometimes people say, ah, me, I give my life to Christ secretly. No. Jesus said that if you confess me before men, I'll confess you before my father. So it's, it's a great day. God is saying something. God is speaking to people here. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. So I just need you to check in with your neighbor. Just pause the praying momentarily. Check in with your neighbor and ask if they want to make the decision today. Uh, honestly, right now, do the work of an evangelist, everyone. And if they want to do that, you're going to help them. Help them. Help them come. And the rest of us, if you need prayer for anything, the moment we close the service, uh, before you go down for the drinks, the, the drinks are downstairs today, the usual place. Before you go down, just come and receive prayer before you go down. We are believing God for great things for you. We are believing God to heal you completely, to restore your family, to uh, help you break through those mountains. Anyone else? Anyone else? Have you checked with your neighbor? Your neighbor is good. They, 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 they did this already. Awesome. Awesome. Let's pray with our friend, uh, Amon. Just pray with me. You pray after me, right? And let's pray with him so he doesn't feel awkward. Dear Lord Jesus, thank you for salvation. I give my life to you today. 
I let go of my past and I embrace a bright future with him. Fill me with your Holy Spirit to teach me how to live this new life. Thank you for salvation. Today, I believe I'm born again. I'm your son. I'm your beloved. You are my righteousness. You are my father. You are my provider. You are my healer. You are my protection. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Amon. Where is uh, Deno? Okay, Deno or Dennis. All right. Uh, Amon, I need you to, you're going to talk to that tall man called Noah. Noah, wave. Yeah. So just get your things and go sit with him and then we will follow you up. Amen. Welcome. Welcome. Let's celebrate. Woohoo! All right, let's stand up and close this service. It's been going quite some time. So, Father, we thank you. We bless you. Thank you for your word. Thank you that everything is already given and that you're going to be showing us how to mine it out, how to get it out, how to walk in it, how to experience it. In Jesus' name, amen. And may the... Thank you for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon Series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is 0393-281-555.